Hello, I'm Sharon Davis and welcome to Hitsville, where for the next hour we're going to play some of the best on the Motown label.
can't go far wrong with Marvin Gaye, can you? <laughs> it's ironic that um, he didn't really like that song and yet it turned out to be one of his mega, mega singles. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, yes, Hay Fever still prevails. I think it's here to stay for a while yet. To celebrate uh, the Temptations musical Ain't Too Proud to Beg, hitting London's West End, I'm sure this will be included somewhere in the musical, but um, if not, <laughs> it's a good job I'm going to play it now. Um, in case you're interested, the musical is playing at the Prince Edward Theatre in London's West End, and it was actually created by the people behind the Jersey Boys. So whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I don't know, but I plan to go and see the show within the next couple of weeks. But meanwhile, here they come.
time I met Chris Clark <laughs> was um, after the Divas of Motown show in in London. Do you remember that? Um, they some of the some of the ladies did a, a sort of like an offshoot gig over at the Jazz Cafe, but the main concert was um, was it what used to be the old Hammersmith Odeon. Well, I'm going back in time now, and after the um, after the show, which was absolutely fantastic, as you can imagine. There was a what used to be known in the business as an after gig lig, yeah, I know it's usual. But um, during this after gig lig, I got to meet Chris for the very first time. Now I think we probably exchanged about three words between us because I was so nervous about meeting such an iconic singer, and <laughs> she was nervous about uh, about meeting me because. Um, she got my book Motown the History and there was this big picture of her in in it and um, quite a bit about her career at Motown and um, anyway cut a very long story short I got her autograph she got mine and um, we exchanged email addresses and from that time I think which was donkeys years ago we've uh, maintained a, a friendship and um, I, I'm ever ever so indebted to her because she very kindly has written the foreword to um, which I'm hoping it will be my next book appropriately titled Hitsville UK I'm not saying any more than that but we um, with my co-author Duncan Sibbald we are very near to the end as they say in all the best dramas but um, yeah, so I'm very fortunate that we have kept in touch. So that was Chris Clark then, if you should walk away. And you didn't really need me rabbiting on about how I met her. I'm Sharon Davis and you're listening to Radio Illumini. <laughs> and here comes another fine and wonderful Motown group. Isn't that posh? I could be one of the early BBC announcers. Good evening and welcome. Another day, another night I long to hold you tight Cause I'm so lonely
The Voice launched a million, million sellers, the wonderful Levi Stubbs, with the four tops. Now, I say that for a reason, because um, a couple of people in the last week have said to me, here, Sharon, did you realise that the Andantes were on the backing, um, uh, were the backing groups for the uh, four tops? in the studios and and I said yeah I did I did know but it was something that we didn't broadcast because it was the four tops wasn't it but when you think that there was Levi and three male singers <laughs> they needed something else other voices in the studio didn't they to be able to pad out the sound and yes of course the andantes were on there and sometimes Maybe the four tops weren't, or the three tops weren't on there at all, in much the same way that um, Mary Wilson and um, Cindy or, or Flo weren't on the Supremes singles. Oh, filled with controversy today. It's because of this throat business. I'm not feeling 100% and it's annoying me. <laughs> anyway, i just go back to, to Chris Clark. Um, when I saw her in Skegness, I mean, she, she moves with everything except the kitchen sink. And I noticed that the other, that Brenda Holloway too had a, a, a suitcase that must have stretched from here to Brighton. And I, and I was rather keen on one of the um, jumpers that Chris had. I'm still wearing it. <laughs> it's just, no, I didn't nick it. She gave it to me. Um, yeah, so what did I give her? A pair of socks.
Motown at its very best, the Isley Brothers is so tart of mine. Song, a song to build memories from, if I remember rightly. Yes, there was nothing to touch Motown during the 60s, was there? And that typified that wonderful, basic, raw, young sound that came out of Hitsville, USA. And before that, did you like that bit? And before that was uh, Billy Preston and Sarita, a new way to say I love you. And I remember sitting in my flat in London playing that song, thinking this is the last single I'm going to uh, promote on Motown because um, I left Motown when it went over, when it left EMI Records and went over to RCA. Yes, that was the time, wasn't it? Anyway, now, thank you to Martina, um, who at the very last minute was able to source this for me. I've been longing to play it. I've been chomping at the bit to play this. All I will say is just ears back and listen, because here comes, let me get this right. Here comes Sherry Payne, Linda Lawrence, Cindy Birdsong, Sandra Tucker and Jane Edwards.
Oh, that brings out a sweat, doesn't it? <laughs> well, it would have done if I'd been dancing. The Supreme Voices. Now, before you start, there are at least three Supremes on that track. And I know it wasn't released by Motown. In fact, I don't know who it was released by. Or even worse, whether the track was released. Um, but I have been playing that when I was with a previous radio station. And the, re and the response was absolutely fabulous. Thank you, Joanna Lumley. Um, so I'm hoping that um, you will greet the track with open arms the same way as we did before. I'd always thought that Jean Terrell was on there, but um, I quickly looked through my notes as the track was playing. Um, and I've got a big no, which is a shame because we would have had four Supremes, if you see what I mean. I'm Sharon Davis, mumbling my way through Hitsville on Radio Illumini. I've, um, I forgot what I was going to say then. Oh, yes. Do you know, I haven't met anybody who had a bad word to say about Edwin Starr. When you, I know words are, are spread around quite liberally, aren't they? But I can honestly say with hand on heart that Edwin was one of the upright, nicest, genuine, warm-hearted guys I've ever met. He, his, just being in his company was, a, was pure joy. And it was such a sad day when we said goodbye to him. But thankfully, we do have um, a plethora <laughs> plethora of his music to um, remind us of his 
his wonderful talent. And of course, don't forget, he also worked with Ian Levine on uh, Motor City Records. And not only did he record for Motor City, but he also wrote a lot of the songs with Ian for other artists. So yeah, Edwin Starr there and War. So coming up <laughs> is Marvin Gaye. First with Diana Ross and secondly with Kim Weston.
I was listening to the Diana Ross and Marvin Gaye track a thought went through my mind you know I, I was so surprised at I don't know about you but I was so surprised at Smokey Robinson digging up the um, old news about his affair with Diana Ross I mean come on Smokey it's not it's not new news it's old news it was years ago um, yeah why he brought it up is he's advertising um, and promoting a new album called Gasms, G-A-S-M-S. And for some reason, in all the interviews that I've read on online, he mentions Diana. Now, I, for a man to talk, for a man to spill the beans about something that happened so long ago, I mean, that's pretty dire, isn't it? Um, or maybe he feels that as, as Diana is so successful now, that he needs perhaps to hang on to her apron strings to get publicity. I don't know. Am I being bitchy? But anyway, let me read you the quote that um, Smokey said uh, about the album. <laughs> I'm keeping a straight face reading this. When you say gasms, most people think of orgasms. But gasm is any good feeling you might have. Oh. Does he think we're stupid? I hate saying this because I love Smokey. Um, I just think it's so unprofessional. Come on, you can sell albums without stooping that low, can't you?
and, and another one to celebrate Ain't Too Proud to Beg opening in London. Oh, what a tenuous link all this is. But it's always good to play The Temptations and it's always good to play This Lady. It's always good to play this lady. Another long and sleepless night that's turned to tears in morning light. We've used up all the ways to say. so much now we use the words to touch what's left of love and turn it into pain but once you've opened up that door you just can't close it anymore Took me up on golden wings Let me feel the gentle things That love could be The world was you and me What will I do? Have you my love on me? Value more for any other
to wake up in each other's arms tomorrow We just can't put it all away And cry it just another day When all we hold it in our arms is sorrow But you forget what nights are for You know it's no good anymore hairs on the back of your neck kind of rise up don't they just a little bit <laughs> if you have hairs on the back of your neck Tata Vega and Al Johnson and before that Martha and the Vandellas I can't dance to that music you're playing and each of the ladies are three times a lady I know you know what's coming next don't you okay I'm that predictable
Wasn't that something else when it was first released? Nobody could believe that Lionel could write a song that just summed up every emotion under the sun. Three times a lady. <laughs> he never lived it down, did he? And um, uh, Motown at EMI were very cunning because uh, they realised that that was the strongest track on the album, but they didn't release it straight away because they wanted to shift the album. Very clever marketing. That's one thing you can say about um, Motown while they were under the EMI banner, which were the best years of my life, I have to say. They knew how to promote records. <laughs> anyway, Commodores, three times the lady. Okay, so we're very nearly towards the end of the show. I was still going to say, I, I don't know whether I've mentioned before, but I never listened to these uh, my programmes. Um, but for some reason, I decided to switch on the Dusty show I did. Thank you for all the comments. They were just wonderful. Um, and I've, I know I've got a lisp, but really it comes out so badly. And I don't know quite what to do about it. I'm going to have to have a word with Martina. Maybe she can cut my tonsils out or something. I don't know. Um, and I try to keep my voice on an equal level as well without shrieking off going on off at, off at a tangent. But sometimes that doesn't happen either. But it doesn't work out how I plan. But nonetheless, thank you for being with me and staying with me. You're such a great bunch. And I'll be back very soon with the best of Motown.